0: Listening to Nerds on Film with Brian Moriarty, Sarah Ashley, Sean Moriarty, and Roxy Noberry.
1: It is February, and which means it is Oscar month, yes! and ladies and gents. It, it
0: is It's February. the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, it, we're talking <laughs>
2: about... <laughs> oh wait, it's
0: not the most wonderful... Time of the year, if you're anything other than an old white man who (laughs) may or may not be Jewish.
2: Womp, womp. If you're white or a Jew, we've got happy things for you. It's the best time of the year. Yay! It's the
0: most wonderful time, unless you're a black female director and your film was already nominated for Best Picture, but apparently your directing wasn't good enough to be nominated for directing.
3: See, that's the verse that nobody—that's the verse that nobody hears. That's so the one I cut. They, they cut so, that part out.
1: But. I mean, Brian's white male, so he's really excited this oh. month. Oh,
2: <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> you're, just, you're brimming at the pants right now. Look at you. You're all excited. <laughs> so you listen, yes. at the table. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> I can't wait to see commercials in between involving tennis <laughs> and investment banking and Wonder Bread. So you get
2: your rocks off, aren't you?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You have no idea.
1: <laughs> well, so <laughs> oh, you guys. I mean, despite the controversy we're all going to watch the oscars. She- we enjoy it. We just, you know, want to have a dialogue around it, which is cool. But let's what have you guys seen?
0: <laughs> we want to have a dialogue is translation for we want to bitch with <laughs> no consequences. Yes. <laughs> We're yes. going to
2: bitch incessantly about <laughs> We're going to bitch about Brian cries.
1: <laughs> but for right now, what have what have we seen that's um actually nominated?
2: Funny you should
4: ask. Shall I I, I, so I know
1: I just recently saw The Imitation Game. Nice, as um, did I. And Dave's already rolling his eyes. Maury. Even though when we texted about it, the thing, all the good things I had to say, you agreed with. I was agree weird. with
3: uh, with Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch mm. was awesome. Mm. He was great. Keira Knightley was actually a surprise. She was fantastic. Yes, I was she really. Was. Su- She's
1: nominated, right? She is nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Best supporting actress.
0: I can I ask a question? Yeah. Yes. Is Cumberbatch actually good in the movie? <laughs>
2: No, he Sorry. really
0: is.
1: <laughs> he ages like a fine
0: wine
2: in the movie. He is really, is
0: Cumberbatch actually good in the movie, or, or are we giving him a nomination because it's the obligatory persecuted gay person role? Oh no, that seems to be kind of a trope lately. It's yeah, like oh, well, yeah, it, it, it is. But was he's persecuted, so he's, we gotta give him the a nomination. I'm with Sarah.
3: He actually does a very fine job. As, as good. Okay, as, I haven't as, seen uh, it, so Ellen I just wanted to ask. Um, the problem I had with the movie was I felt like. You had a really great, like, war thriller where it was like, we're going to break this Enigma code. And you're like, holy shit. And like, when they finally do it, you're like, wow, that was so amazing. And then it's like, oh, by the way, he's gay. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of important. Yeah, uh, we we didn't mention that earlier. Oh, okay. What are you
1: talking about? They didn't mention that. They, now, the whole thing was the sho- lead up to it. They
3: shoehorned the whole like, yeah, they had the whole relationship with him as a kid, and then it was like, okay, so he's gay. But then, it, so all oh, of a sudden, you became, mean
1: you mean it? He, his character didn't have to be defined by him being gay.
3: No, that's not. <laughs> oh wow, sass. you're reading this way well, too. I'm just, no, what I'm saying is that. I don't care if the character was gay or not. Okay. What I'm caring about is the story, and the story went from being him breaking the Enigma code, and then some trying, them somehow trying to find some parallel <clears> to <throat> his being gay as part of that. I think the structure of the story, no, it. <laughs> I'm, so, you No, know, I'm sorry, sorry. My opinion's wrong. Go ahead. Go no, ahead.
1: I'm just disagreeing with you. I'm letting okay. you finish. I,
3: I really just felt like the structure of the movie. All of a sudden, it was like so war heavy. With like, oh, we're gonna kind of slowly put in all these little tidbits about him, about his actual personal life, and then the movie. How at the very slow end, did
0: they put them in? Oh, very slow. Damn it was it. like, it was sexy. And
3: then Thanks. at the very, very end, it was like, oh, this is the overall message of the of the movie was about him being persecuted for being gay, and that was like what we should be taking away from it. And I felt like that whole message was not, was like completely just thrown in at the very, very end. And I feel like I there could have been a better yeah. way to weave in <laughs> well. the two stories together and have some sort of harmony.
1: I disagree with you because I feel like when you they were doing the flashbacks about his... I don't want to make this a whole... In, I don't want to make this all the intro. Um, when they were doing the flashbacks about his life and um, you know his relationship with Christopher when he was in school, all that was important. That was absolutely leading up to it. The reason why he was arrested in the first place was something that they brought in fairly early on in the movie and also the fact that he was persecuted from the get-go in that movie because he was different why he was different because he was gay or because he was potentially had asperger's i didn't say that outright because there's no way to diagnose that now but um you know his awkwardness he was always being persecuted from the beginning that, and that's part of the whole overall theme: is that he's never fit in. He was never going to fit in, despite the fact that he was a flippin' genius. Yeah. Well,
4: I am one third through the Oscar Challenge. Nice. So I've from seen from the
1: top level, or like from the deep, deep level where you even see the foreign films. The and deeps.
4: Stuff? How deep? So, so How for those who don't know that? what the Oscar Challenge is, it's a three-level challenge. Very simple. Number level one is best picture. Level two is uh, a second nomination period, whether it's like the, the shorts or it's like best. We did make best makeup last year. Um, and then you see level three is that's the hardcore, that's seeing the, the, the writing, the directing, and the acting nominations. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot and of all the and all the
1: animated and all the shorts and stuff.
4: Animated right? is animated is an option for for step for level two. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's one of the sidestep options.
3: You guys just <clears> went <throat> above and beyond last. Yeah. Year.
4: So I decided to stick with with makeup and hair this year is level two because I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it to the shorts this mm. year. And then I uh, am doing screenplay and I'm, I'm doing levels one and three. So of the movies I've seen, um, Birdman, Into, Bird the the Woods, so good. Into the Woods, Foxcatcher. All things we've talked about. I
1: haven't seen Foxcatcher yet. Uh, But in the last
4: week, Dave and I have seen Gone Girl, Grand Budapest Hotel, and The Judge. Gone Girl is fucked
0: up.
3: I love it. Is Gone Girl
0: nominated? Yeah, Rosamund Pike. Pike? No. No. Mm -hmm.
3: She was great. Like, Mm -hmm. when I was reading the book, it felt as though, like, this could never be a movie because this is just so outlandish. It could only be within an actual literary form. And then watching it, I was like god damn rosamund pike you you one crazy bitch <laughs> and then also that like all the like crazy intense scenes the way fincher shot it or it was like when she you know um did that thing where it was like all of a sudden yeah. it was just like those like quick like flashes of like yeah. the actual i was like that's a great fucking choice man like bravo yep. to you
2: i saw um the theory of everything how was, Ooh, that? Yeah. was that good so eddie redmayne deserves all the awards that he is winning so far Bro. that's all i'm gonna say about because he now, he got now, is the this...
1: golden globe yes, yes. Yeah. he's yeah. got the sag movie... award
2: and the golden globe does it does it
0: deal with stephen hawking pre like the chair or after yes. or both
2: both all of it so it deals it's all of it. with oh, okay because him...
0: i was gonna say if it was after it's like are we gonna give a guy an award <laughs> for looking left and sitting in a chair?
2: No, it actually this oh the, the God, moment John. you're Sean the moment I'm not fucking
0: well, you know what you guys want to tiptoe around shit guess what I'm here to tell you know <laughs> oh, uh, how
3: shit is no, 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 y'all no, 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 no. I don't think left. I think it's a problem of, of the actual talking about it it's yeah. the fact
0: that you described it as looking,
3: looking
2: left, left and sitting, and sitting in, in, a in a chair, chair. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he does
0: <laughs> so and Samuel now Beckett Sean play. is sitting in his chair
1: and looking left besides
0: being a mathematical genius that's all Stephen Hawking does <laughs>
2: oh just you know just like, amongst a few other things Um, yeah no it, it totally goes from his early life as a, you know, undergrad and going into his work and through Cambridge and meeting his wife, who is brilliantly played by Felicity Jones. Um, She is a powerhouse. She was nominated, right? right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, she definitely is. And um, it's amazing how he really um, captures the physicality of Stephen Hawking. And there's Mm -hmm. this beautiful moment toward the end where, you know, he's giving a presentation as he is now. And you have to watch the moment to see what happens what how he kind of transforms, and you you see the person who's trapped in the chair, okay, as he is this brilliant intellect and emotional human being, and okay. just like funny guy, like mm-hmm. he's a real person, but he is so limited by yeah. this horrible disease, right, okay, what did you think of Birdman? I really
1: liked it. I love that movie. We talked about it before on the podcast. Yeah. It was oh uh, yes we have. That's I finally love, saw it. It's love, really love, good. love the ending. Love did the Did this ending. did the score get nominated? No, I know it got nominated. They wouldn't
3: do it because of the fact that it was only a drum thing. Like I, uh, I can't I that can't is, I can't back that up with evidence. I, I, I could have sworn I saw an article that talked about because
1: that. Because they got nominated <clears throat> for the Golden Globe and I was actually I was actually upset that it didn't win because it was so unique. Yeah. I Can agree. I say
3: I really am hoping Emma Stone takes it? there is something about Emma Stone that I feel like she kind of feels like the new Anne Hathaway in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is that she is kind of on the same level where she's, no longer just like this pretty girl that did like these poppy, you know, preteen movies. She's like, never, never done
2: that though. She's always played this really, these really, but, like, smart, easy... powerful, right. passionate young women. But like
3: Easy A and and like super bad, like
2: super bad. She was a total bitch, and you loved her for no, it. No, I'm not yeah, the thing her is, down. is, I think, I think what David's
3: saying is the saying,
4: type of movies. Oh. Yeah, I oh. think David's is saying is she's never really done anything really super artsy, I right? And movies. so
3: and so this really I feel like showed her range, and she she was so. Likable even for being as broken as she was. Yeah. And I just I just thought she did a, a fantastic job. And like even though her relationship with Edward Norton was like, ooh, that's creepy.
1: Weird. Uh, yeah.
3: But she does a great job in that fucking movie. But let's
2: be honest, Patricia Arquette is probably gonna take it. She
3: will. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Probably. Mm,
3: Which I've yet to see yeah. Boyhood. She's I haven't seen ever. Boyhood. Yeah, yet. that was a twelve that's year Midwest. project she did there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh Amy Poehler said it best that uh the best way women can get jobs. You know, over um, 40 over is to be hired for them before you're 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, they're still under 40. There you go. Sean, what, what <laughs> are So uh, I'm just shame? wondering am I
0: the only one in this group of tree hucking, gluten free, vegetarian fucking hippies that actually watched American Sniper?
2: Oh, God.
0: First that of all, I mean, go fuck I yourself,
1: have, man. I have not seen... I have, oh,
0: did you actually see it? Did you oh, see it? I have
1: yet God. to see American Sniper, but I okay, will say so that the only person it. here Roxy, is a vegetarian did you see is it?
0: Dave. I
2: don't want to see it. I, I
0: <laughs> okay,
3: so first Roxy, of all, first all fuck <laughs> you for being like, no. oh, like, antagonistic about first it. I'm Oh,
0: okay, so it's war porn because like, some fucking cocksucker on the internet says it's war porn. We're not going to see this movie. No one fucking said that. Wait a Okay, we're going to skip ahead about six or seven minutes because uh, I was a tad acerbic for a little while and picked a fight. And by that I mean I was a total asshole and I started a pretty big fight. So we're going to just uh, go ahead to after that when I've decided to calm down. I apologize for the inconvenience. Sorry, guys. So, so nobody's seen American Sniper. No. no, besides- no, nope. nope, nope, nope. mm-hmm. Nobody's seen it. No, I don't want to
2: see
0: it. I want to say this. I said tree-hugging vegan hippie nonsense before, did I not? (laughs) Yeah. That was to kind of represent the person who would love this movie so much that they had a poster of it signed by Clint Eastwood in the blood blood of Muslim terrorists. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) But that is not necessarily how I feel about the movie. I have taken this approach to this movie and a lot of movies where... I understand, like, if, if, if you've seen the movie, you, you hear lines from Bradley Cooper playing Chris Kyle, like, this is the greatest country in the world, and I'll do anything I can to protect it, and uh, I'm willing to meet the Lord and answer for every shot I took, wow. stuff like that. So, I don't necessarily want to agree with that guy's ethos, but looking at it from the point of view that this is this man's story, this is a movie about this man's story... I thought the movie was really entertaining, very intense, a lot of realistic war drama, and I think Bradley Cooper deserves the nomination. I'm not sure if he deserves to win because I think Michael Keaton fucking deserves to win. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, I agree with yeah. that. <laughs> but Bradley Cooper did a really good job of portraying that character, that person. If you read his book, that's what he believes, and whether or not we agree with it, I think it's good to hear that perspective since it's so far off of what people like you and me think.
1: No, that's that's awesome because that's part of the reason why I wanted to go see the movie because I heard it's really compelling. Mm-hmm. It's um, very compelling. I just haven't, I just haven't gotten the people time have to left do it. the
2: movie theater speechless. Like yeah. they were really impacted by this film and this man's story. Right. So I could believe it. The, but I, then you have people that say it's like war porn. Yeah. And people have their opinions. You yeah. know, I think some people don't like these types of war movies and some people are, uh, you know, they, it's appealing to them. And some other folks who are very sensitive to films like these, whether or not they have a Muslim background or they just don't like war movies. But I mean, is there really not any
4: surprise considering that it's uh, based on a highly controversial war to begin with? That's a good you know? point. I yep, mean, exactly. that's going to get the more controversial the war, the more galvanized the opinions are going to be.
0: Yeah,
2: Well, I think and, it's true very but very i
0: but i'm just going to say the vietnam war was very was very controversial too and the movies that have taken the side of this was a bad war have been praised but there i don't know if there's many war movies out there about the vietnam war which is also a controversial war that pro war uh, this movie's not pro war by the way okay. it's not pro war mm. it shows war and it does um, portray it in a way where you're like okay this man The person that the story centered around, it makes you want Mm -hmm. to believe this man didn't do anything wrong, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: it Mm -hmm. doesn't in any way make the war right, and it definitely shows that this was a horrifying war, and it it gets really deep into PTSD, and I think it's the most realistic Uh, portrayal of what it's like like they get you to feel like you have PTSD at one point in this movie after I think it's between the third and fourth tour because the movie's broken up in like chapters almost where it's like all right here's his first tour and then they show you him at at home after here's the second tour then they show you him at him at home after and third and fourth And there's a point where I felt like I had PTSD in the theater. Wow. Interesting.
1: Well, I think the biggest thing with this movie is um, not only just the controversy about it being potential propaganda, which I don't know if I necessarily believe that, but it being more of a character study type thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But the fact that the character is a controversial character, that this is based on his autobiography, but... There are yes. people. There are people around him in surrounding in his life that have contradicted the things that he said. And that's sad. And uh, saying that his like kill count wasn't as high as he said it was. Right. That when you know people calling him the legend or whatever that they ma- that he made that up. Right. But nobody called him that. And, and just a lot of a lot of other stuff just about him basically kind of being also a bit of a compulsive liar or blowing his own ego. No, so shit. so there's mm. there is a lot of controversy just about the character. Mm. But I understand that. But that doesn't I'm, mean that thematically it's not still important no, to see. I, yeah, yeah that's exactly. That's joking. what I'm
0: saying. It's like whether or not it the all all true stories get twisted, any story about someone's self, how much do we take it right. <laughs> to be 100% sure. truth? Sure.
1: Mhm.
0: Okay. I agree. Yeah, it's like, you know, the Bible not necessarily true, but there's some compelling fucking shit in there. <laughs> Seriously, parting the Red Sea, frogs, locusts—that <laughs> yeah. shit's good cinema. It's not necessarily actually, true, but it's good cinema.
3: Sean, Exodus
2: was great. <laughs> Sean,
0: that's called Exodus,
3: and it was actually not a very good
2: movie. I liked it. I heard it's not it great I heard in it's 3D. Not very good. It was cool! Can I just add
3: one little thing? I saw Grand Budapest Hotel and.
2: Did you say Grand
1: Budapest? Grand Uh, Budapest. Through you, that movie was awesome. I I think that was it.
4: I mean, Wes Anderson's got such a defined style. It's this this retro, warm, kind of oddly tone colored film. I will say that it's got. I think it was a little bit punchier than his previous films. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit funnier. But then again, you really have to be in that kind of wry mood sure. to find to like laugh out loud. It's at Wes
1: it. Anderson. I did. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't honestly. I don't think it deserved nomination. I, no. <laughs> I, <don't>, I, <laughs> I really don't. I love I love Wes Anderson. Love his movies. Loved this movie. Didn't really feel Oscar worthy. Did you see My, my favorite
4: moment was. I'm uh, oh, sorry. There is one moment where he's trying oh, yeah. to get out of the. The prison, and you're watching as the guards try to get through, and then everyone just basically gets killed, uh-huh. and then just, everyone's just looking up and said, "So I guess that's a draw."
3: <laughs> I, it, it was so it was yeah. so small, but I just I thought that I just chuckled out loud yeah. I thought that was, was. Did you was did you enjoy it, Sean, or did you join me in Sleep Sleep Land?
0: Oh yeah, no, I enjoyed it a lot. I I enjoyed it. Um, it's probably my third favorite Wes Anderson movie. Royal Tenenbaums will always be number one. And yes. then a close number two is Life Aquatic. And then after that, I'd say Grand Guys, Budapest I feel like... is tied with Rushmore, actually. It yeah. nope, doesn't even get a whole...
3: I I, I feel like there's something Fair. wrong with me because I love Royal Tenenbaums. I think it's a great movie. I, I just I can't do anything else. Like Steve Zizou, bored. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Grand Budapest.
1: Not enough farts for you, bored? Not enough farts for you. No, there was no farts in... The- bombs. I'm just teasing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Calm down, Chandler. <laughs>
4: well, then on that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nerds on Film. I'm Brian Moriarty.
2: I'm Sarah Ashley. I'm Roxy Berry.
0: And I'm America. <laughs> oh, Sean Moriarty. I'm a Sean Moriarty.
4: <laughs> and joining us in the nerd cave this month is uh, our dear friend and Nerds on Film co-founder, <laughs> my friend, my roommate. <gasps> Dave McGuire.
1: Oh, you guys are roomies. First of all, he was—he's all our friends. He's all our friends. You can't—you can't just—you can't just claim. He was my friend first. No kidding. Whatever. You didn't date him. Yeah. Yet. Yes. We'll see how his roommate situation goes. I know. Lock your doors. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. Brian. Hide your kids. Like I said, Brian. Like I said, Brian. We'd
0: like to congratulate Brian for making it just under the age of 30 that he flew the coop. Oh, yeah.
1: Folks, I
4: have a confession to make all this time. You didn't time.
1: turn 30
0: yet, and you moved at a mom's house. You did. That was fair.
4: Yes. And I gotta say, I made a confession. All this time, I've been very carefully phrasing how I've been living it. I was living it My at in My
0: roommates he was like to out. eat popcorn while we watched the news. <laughs> but, hang on,
2: but hang on a
4: second. If you live in Silicon Valley, you know exactly why I was living at home, because it's fucking expensive to live here yes it yeah.
3: is
2: so uh, you know what it's... I was
3: watching the other day with my roommates
0: what Castle on TNT <laughs> <laughs> what's right? <laughs> Castle on TNT <laughs> right no, my, my roommates, roommates and, I and I were watching fried green tomatoes <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> my roommates and I decided to go for an early bird special down at Scrambles <laughs> Jesus <laughs> My <laughs> parents
4: aren't that old, guys. Come on. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. Well, um, your mom's I awesome. Yeah,
0: I'm It's more like my roommates and I hit up happy hour at the Britannia Arms, if you're talking about my parents.
4: But you know, I, I am kind of worried that Dave is going to have his way with me at one point because I did hear him one night. I did hear him all of a sudden singing Lady in Red.
1: <laughs> Guys, just just make sure, like I said, just make sure it's consensual. Uh-huh. Emphasis on the sensual. Yes, right. mi- yes means yes.
2: <laughs> okay. Wow.
0: I always Thank say emphasis on the con. Me. Like, it's deceiving.
2: <laughs> Thank yes, you for... Instead
0: of the sensual. I, I appreciate that you painted Jesus. me as some, like, you
3: know. <laughs>
2: always check in with him. Is this okay? Know, is this comedian
3: okay? Comedian that's going to put something in your drink. <laughs> oh wow! I'm
4: not even gonna go there. Sarah,
1: We're not Sarah, the Sarah, Sarah, nobody puts things <laughs> in drinks two. as
0: well as I do. Wow!
2: <laughs> it, is it? Does Dave seem like a power bottom or like is Brian
0: <laughs> oh, more of a power a bottom? bottom? Can we? Oh
2: I mean, I uh, yeah, I can visualize guys, it. I don't just, want to visualize it. But don't I could. please,
1: Roxy, do not ask me these questions about David. I just <laughs> don't. <laughs> Don't want You don't want to go there. Soviet don't want to go there. there. Describe
0: there. Dave's penis.
1: There's it's so at, much at length There's or so at th- less than length. I mean guys, really, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of dollars of therapy trying to erase these things. I'm just I still remember when you guys broke up. Like so I've been described to... as
3: a uh, man who will rape Brian, and also as an awful lay. This is a great night.
0: <laughs> You're an, uh, so Brian got raped, and it wasn't even awesome, That's what we're saying. <laughs>
1: And I, I had a great day today. Act barring too. Guys, I'm act-barring act barring this conversation right now. Can yeah, we? Yeah, I, I move had, it had it a great along. day
0: today, and
3: you guys are just cutting me down. <laughs> That's you pricks. Act,
1: yeah, I horrible.
4: took it there. I'm sorry. where to
1: go, Brian?
3: I'm no, sorry. Man. Anyway, seriously, you had therapy. That's
1: no, I did not actually have therapy. <laughs> <laughs> this,
0: is the best. this should all stay.
1: Our relationship, relationship was closer. not worth therapy day. Oh. 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 oh.
3: Shit. <laughs> Dave is an awful boyfriend. He doesn't Strat even deserve therapist. therapy. Strat
1: oh You weren't an awful boyfriend. No, you were, you were just you're just a good boyfriend, you were a Dave. Individual.
3: Third party perspective Wow, thank you for that Lovely backhanded compliment No,
1: you're a lovely individual Lovely
3: individual That's not signifying Of what Papa D stands for
1: I'm not calling Papa D And nobody (laughs) (laughs) ever Oh, Daddy
0: Mo approves Of Papa D's statement
1: (laughs) You guys are so gross Anyway We'll be providing
0: 90s hits At the 8th grade dance At St. Martin's This weekend (laughs) In case you're wondering, if you are if you went to Catholic school in the South Bay area, you knew they had the best gym for partying.
4: Well, they did, <laughs> and the best cookies
3: too.
2: Did they? Did they play Hans Zimmer With songs? Or yeah that's
3: John actually Wayne's how we're going to start it off is this going to be <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> so <laughs> 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 oh my god like a du- you just got me like a dubstep star wars <laughs>
0: oh my
1: god
4: yeah the beat
2: where's that Skrillex? okay remake? so Jesus.
4: anyway uh, so I'll it is find february it. Guys, as we were talking about, it is our favorite month, as we were talking about before. Candy! Sorry. Calm down. My God. Uh, We thought we were going to do something a little different this year. Uh, Since it is that month, we thought we would talk about two acclaimed Oscar-winning composers. So, what?
3: You came very dangerously close, but since it's that time of the month, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about music. That's not much of a lie, actually. Did we have period mix? I did.
1: Wait. So tonight. Sarah, I found Dubstep Star Wars. Shut up.
3: Oh, God damn it!
1: Don't put that shit on the podcast, <laughs> Roxy. <laughs> I found this the Dubstep Star Wars song.
3: Wait, what? Oh. Dubstep. The
1: Force with you, young Skywalker. Wow. You are not a Jedi.
3: Oh, shit.
2: I want to do, like, strobe lights.
3: <laughs> Dude, I can imagine myself on the fucking treadmill. Oh, fuck
0: the shit.
3: molly just
2: started to hit my
3: brain. <laughs> Take off those clothes, because it's hot.
0: Yeah, hey, dubstep this people, bump. stop ruining everything for us.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how <laughs> I feel well, right about
0: now. Uh, so wait, we
4: thought we would pit uh, two composers against each other in a uh, in a fight to the finish. Battle
0: royale.
3: No, a
1: battle
4: royale. I say, I say, trial
0: by combat.
2: Yes, trial, by, trial combat. by combat. So yes, so we will we
4: what will we will charge <laughs> two Oscar-winning composers to trial by combat.
2: In this corner, we have five time Oscar winner, John Williams. Old man extraordinaire.
3: Oh my god, where's the celebrity deathmatch guys for this? I know. And in the other, and corner,
1: the other yeah. corner, only one time one. winning, but nominated a few more times than that, Hans Zimmer. Hans
3: bah, Zimmer. <laughs>
1: So why did we pick Hans Zimmer and John Williams? Because well, they're
0: wildly different.
1: They are wildly different. So John Williams has been nominated like a gajillion times. 49 um,
0: times. He's been nominated 49 times, which is the second most nominations after Walt Disney.
1: Hell yeah. Which is insane. The show. Um, and he's also, he, I mean, he's really, he's composed some of the most memorable movie themes of all times. Uh, Anything from Star Wars, Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, Jaws, Jaws. like, he's, he's done so much and he's really just kind of ingrained in, in movie watcher brains everywhere. Yeah, he says, he's
0: done new recent stuff too, like Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. If
1: yeah. you're then- talking about
0: TV stuff too, he composed the theme for the Olympics, the That's NBC amazing. Sunday Night Football and NBC Nightly News too. You're
1: yeah. welcome, Brian Williams. It's and-
4: freaking amazing. And, to, to his any grave.
0: relation to John Williams
1: <laughs> I was going to give the reason why. I, I feel
0: like maybe. Brian Williams voice is composed by John Williams that should be a thing <laughs> <laughs> Brian Williams voice right. was like John Williams is just sitting there like telling him what beats to hit with his like with his cadence <laughs> like <laughs> <and> he's, <laughs> wearing he's wearing headphones with his
4: baton <laughs> explain
0: so yes much. John I get to see John, <laughs> Brian Williams doing the news Today in the Sudan, Stay Today down in the Sudan with cut, guns. Cut, cut,
4: cut, cut. Brian, what we need you to do is we want you to crescendo on Sudan. So it's not Sudan, it's Sudan. <laughs> and then you decrescendo. <laughs> Today in the Sudan. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: We should get a shirt that cut says it. she loves the oh, 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 decrescendo. <laughs> Jesus, I'm sorry. It's a, it'll be an awesome shirt to wear if you're like you know in an orchestra.
4: I'm <laughs> sorry. I think this podcast needs Adderall, right? Yes, I
1: know, Sarah. It's a, little,
4: it's a little intense right now.
1: And then so Hans Zimmer, the reason why we picked him, he's only won dun, 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 once, dun, but dun, he's dun, been nominated dun, a bum, lot, and especially really recently. The one, the one thing that he won for was for The Lion King.
2: Yep.
3: Did he fucking
1: really? He yes. scored The <laughs> Lion King. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean he didn't do the songs that was, well, you know, music no, was... and lyrics by Elton John and Tim, and Tim Rice. Rice right. yeah. Um it's but he did
3: not notice any bongs in I the uh, line. I know. Uh,
1: but but Hans Zimmer himself is becoming more and more prolific that he's probably by the time that John Williams is dead and Hans, <laughs> Hans Zimmer continues on with his you career, tomorrow? he's probably going to be <laughs> the equivalent.
4: Here's of... something I find very very interesting. Mm. John Williams, very brass heavy. Yeah. Yep. Zimmer electronic and string heavy.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, that's or because uh,
0: John? I think that's because John Williams, I want to say his style is like uh, neo-romanticism, which takes its inspiration from like 19th century orchestral music. And he's stuck with that. He hasn't like grown a lot from that. He, I mean, because it's a broad, it's a broad kind of genre. So you can do a lot with that, but he hasn't moved into any electronic kind of stuff like yeah. Zimmer has.
3: Hey, Sean, just got a curiosity, did you pull that from Wikipedia? Uh,
0: yeah. Fuck your mother, Dave! <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, all, all of right a sudden, right like, now? Yeah,
3: It was great because all of a sudden you were like, "Well, it's actually kind of a new and more romantic." <laughs> it's, no,
0: it's not on Wikipedia though. It's in my notes. That I took while well, reading uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. I, just, uh,
1: <laughs> I like you said that, and I was just like, "Who the fuck is this right now?" <laughs> I was like, Art
2: history major of the fucking building right now, yeah. shit. And that wasn't I also Ellen. have in I, actually, I have I in parentheses
0: like... Tchaikovsky to remind myself what that would <laughs> sound like. What, but actually,
4: no, it's true though because Williams. I mean, to to Sean's point. Thank you,
0: Brian. It's and there Wikipedia. are there <laughs>
4: fucking a uh to be fair there's actually a few early 20th century and late 19th century composers that john williams like heavily borrows his style from i think aaron copeland Mm -hmm. is a big one he steals from uh i don't think he steals from just influenced by and uh i steals (laughs) Steals. yes tchaikovsky i would agree that there's a little bit of tchaikovsky in his in his sound uh but i would also say like um hayden from the Christensen. No, Dave, the I'm fucking composer. The I
0: just never mention him again. Yeah, the
3: <laughs> <laughs> human house.
1: The There's no
4: in his name. God damn it.
2: <laughs> I'm going to be the best house ever. <laughs> I, I hate sand. It's
3: coarse and uncomfortable. and It gets everywhere. <laughs>
2: Still, one of my favorite jokes from Nerds I mean, of the Film of all best, time. I am laughing I my own jokes. hate
0: I am laughing at my own I hate it. I house
2: it. I going to be
0: the best house
2: ever.
0: At the end the house just folds in on itself <laughs> like the end of Carrie and says no, <laughs> no
2: Here's another thing I find interesting about John Williams and how and um Zimmer. Hans Zimmer is that John Williams' frequent collaborator with Steven Spielberg? Scored all of his movies except for except the color for purple. The...
0: yeah, all right,
2: shit. <laughs> <laughs> except for what? God damn color it! Purple. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> he scored <laughs> all of his films except for the color purple. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. And uh, Hans Zimmer, collaborator with Ridley Scott, a la Gladiator as well. And
4: yeah, um, Hans Zimmer, like, he also, I mean, he did a number of films, he started, he really started to pick up in the early 90s when he did, like, Thelma and Louise, and Days of Thunder, and... Uh, oh, no,
2: he's a collaborator then with uh, Christopher Nolan. A heavy collaborator yeah, with Christopher
4: late. Nolan, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what he yeah,
1: The Dark Knight, yeah. And a lot of the work that Zimmer's been doing as of late has also been including Pharrell Williams. As a collaborator, yeah, oh. really? yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think because he's not afraid to to try new things, he's not afraid to go electronic, right? So. Right. Brian, they showed
4: the Dark Knight. Yeah,
0: Brian, where are you? Yeah, where are you leaning, Brian? If you had to like one or the other more, oh god. Even though, even though one is definitely, I'm going to say John Williams is definitely more prolific than Hans Zimmer, but That's which one would you have to pick?
4: Let me put it this way: when I needed to make my movie score <laughs> station on iTunes Radio. Who is the composer I started with? John Williams. Hans Zimmer.
0: <laughs> oh shit. So, Brian, what's the first Batman movie that Hans Zimmer did music for?
4: Uh that would be ooh. would not not. be the first? you're going to try. That it. would
0: be Batman: Mask of the Fan. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. No, 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 that's not
4: true. That's that's not true. Yes
0: it is. Shirley Walker. His first work was his first work for a Batman film was being part of the music department for Batman Mask was of the Was that fan-tasm. on Wikipedia
4: that you got that info?
3: Oh my god
0: Oh yeah check that shit okay, out Okay
4: because here's the thing That's wrong Shirley Walker Was the composer No that just film.
0: because Shirley Walker did it Doesn't mean that he didn't help Compose parts for it She does the theme She wrote the theme
1: Yeah and actually Hans Zimmer um, Has Because he's talked about this before Because um, there were There were uh, Songs that he worked on that om- that almost got nominated, but then ultimately didn't. And then he had to petition for them to get nominated because of the fact that he works so much with collaboration that he doesn't like to put on the title of, oh, this person's a composer, this person's an orchestrator, blah, blah, blah. He, right. No he shit. likes to put it all on top. He's like, everybody's name should be there. Huh. But because there were too many names on the yeah. score... It almost didn't get nominated. I think, I think he
4: actually got nominated for the... I, I could be wrong. I think it was this, this, this was
1: for Dark Knight. I
4: was going to say, yeah, he got nominated for the Dark Knight, but James Newton Howard did not get nominated, and he was a heavy... Yeah. He, he But James Newton Howard also provided a lot of the electronic right. sound to it as yeah. well.
2: Wow. But it, it yeah. almost...
0: Oh, shit! Oh, shit! All right, I just went on IMDb. It says for Batman: Mask of the Phantasm, under music department, there are thirteen names. One of them says Hans Zimmer. He was a synthesist. He worked on the synthesis, you know, the electronic part. Okay, well, the there you soundtrack. go. Is
2: that is that like a keyboard next? So, Brian,
0: I'm trying to sway you from Williams because because of Batman and part of Batman lo- Legend Here, before okay. you even thought.
4: <clears throat> I I think what i will say mm, uh, i'm speechless i I I, I I i i can't even shut the fuck uh,
2: ryan <laughs> we fucking need you more tonight uh, and we need you more than ever are, we, are
4: you saying that zimmer wrote a total eclipse of the heart is that what you're trying to say yep okay right. no you didn't well, uh, that would
1: sway me i
4: i <laughs> I, mm, I don't know i just don't know I, my gut says well, Williams. Re,
1: Hans Zimmer's
0: been a synthesist for a while. I mean, he did a lot of awesome shit. Hans Zimmer's in the 80s. kind of
1: a badass.
0: So, Do you remember Video Killed the Radio Star? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah.
1: he participated Dave. in Dave. Yeah,
0: he was actually in the music video and he was part of the band at that point. Cool. Yes, Dave.
1: Video Killed the
3: Radio Star. Um, in my mind, and
0: in my heart, Dave doesn't like jokes unless they involve a farm. <laughs> Involves a farm!
3: Uh, I I am going (laughs) to, uh, uh, hands down, Hans Zimmer, for me. All right.
0: I love... All right. uh, Line drawn in the sand, hook style. Me and Dave are over here.
2: Bangarang. Brian's over
0: there so far.
3: I think he's... Bangarang is also the
0: name of the hook-themed porn movie I wrote.
3: (laughs) To say that I don't appreciate Jim Williams, right, would be a lie. Like, I do appreciate his music, but I feel like... I just find more of a connection to Hans Zimmer and I find his music to be to to not steal Sarah's thunder but like I want to go running away from (laughs) nameless bad guys when I hear Hans Zimmer's score like things feel more heightened and I love it and I just love the way I feel after it your
2: fight flight and freeze
3: like if that could just be like your fucking music that would be great like (laughs) like it would be like Inception would be like the best
0: do it soundtrack fucking love inception soundtrack. Thank so, you. Good. so good so good Sal, i listened to it at the gym Stella? uh
1: so as i put it the other day that's what dave was referencing because i texted everybody with this but i was listening to zimmer and williams at work while i was working on writing some stuff and well with williams i was like oh I'm writing, and I'm doing a really good job, and I feel really great about this. I'm really excited. Like, this is gonna be fantastic. It's a new day. It's Life a new be day. Life is awesome. <laughs> Life is a house. And <laughs> <laughs> and then when I was when Zimmer came on, I was like, Oh my god! If I don't finish this soon, I am going to I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Come oh on, Sarah. God, I'm gonna get fired and Tell I'm us going
2: about to it. Write paper now. <laughs> Get to the chopper.
4: That's true.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's not you play at your wedding. That's actually a song called "Fear Will Find You" <laughs> exactly from the Dark Knight I Rises it.
1: soundtrack. You found Sarah, but what I what I do appreciate, I, I mean, as far as like Zimmer's concerned, I think I feel like I really appreciate his method. He when he wanted to, uh, or when he was working on the Lion King, he actually wanted to go to South Africa and you know, learn from the people there. He wanted to to record while he was there. Unfortunately, he couldn't go because he could potentially get arrested or killed for having been mm-hmm. involved in a different movie that was actually considered propaganda at the time. Yep, it's called so, The Power of yeah. One in 1992. Yeah, so... Damn, that was,
2: Roxy, you did mm-hmm. some research. Mm-hmm.
1: So he couldn't go He couldn't go for that, but, you know, but he wanted to. And then when he was doing um, The Last Samurai, mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. when Zimmer was um, doing The Last Samurai, he wanted... He, was, he felt he didn't know enough about Japanese music, so he was like trying to study Japanese music, and he still felt like he wasn't really absorbing it, but he kind of went with his gut, and then he took it and played it for some Japanese people, and like Japanese musicians and composers, and they were like, how do you know so much about Japanese music? And he's Love like, alright, great! <laughs> I will say, last Samurai soundtrack, beautiful,
0: beautiful, Gorgeous soundtrack. beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Let's listen to a piece of that.
1: Uh, but just to kind of go ahead and, and stake where I'm at in this in this fight, yeah, I actually have to say Williams. Oh yeah, just because aesthetically, it's much more pleasing to me. I feel like John Williams does a really good job of adding to stories um, and enhancing them and and making them come alive. Sure. Where I think Hans Zimmer definitely creates stories, but mm. sometimes his music will pull me out
2: yeah will pull me okay. out of
1: a movie as opposed to bringing me into it deeper when I mean if I hear the Jurassic Park theme, like it's, it's over I'm like I'm like I'm so in this and ready to see some fucking dinosaurs please <laughs> like so I, I John Williams for me absolutely mm-hmm. totally I can agree with that
0: I think I agree with it, too. I'm moving over. Dave, you're all by yourself now. What, what <laughs> else is new?
1: <laughs> Wait, did Roxy? I really pick one oh, Roxy? Well, let's I see. have not picked one. Roxy, I want to hear Dave? what you think. <sighs>
4: let's see if I can pull him over. I got one more. Dave, you know what one of John Williams' earliest professional music works was? I'll hum a few bars to see if you can figure it out. da 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 da
0: Oh,
4: shit, is that the Pink Panther? Yeah!
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, John Williams was, in fact... What? A, he got started off as the pianist in Henry Mancini's orchestra. Sorry, the, yes, the pianist, the pianist. the
1: Zero's <laughs> <Sarah's> laugh. <laughs> All right, there, how your
4: kits. it's just it's just a, a position. It's not. Yeah, oh, it fine. is. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Nothing so, you can say can fix this. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: I
4: a, pianist, say... a pian. It's a piece. It's just a pianist. Okay. Pianist.
2: There you go. Okay. A pianist?
0: A
4: pianist? a pianist. a pianist.
2: A pianist. I gotta say that because Zimmer scored some of my favorite movies, a la Gladiator. Um, and The Last Samurai mm. and you know most recently 12 Years a Slave you actually like, you
1: liked Last Samurai?
2: The Last uh, yeah I really enjoyed it
3: Roxy okay. you were not alone fucking high thank
2: five thank you um, Ken Watanabe <clears throat> really really great Japanese actor I thought that was a well, great yeah. kind of let them fight premiere for him as far as his introduction into the American market goes sure it was just the rest of that movie
1: <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> no. the ending
0: alright I'm flip flopping John Kerry style I'm back with thank Gimmer. you <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sean's Woo. just like I can't. I wait, Fluffy. Wait, <laughs> wait Brian. Where are you are you, are you on about? Williams' side right I'm now? I'm on Williams.
4: Yeah. Okay. So it's two against three right now. Until Sean just. I'm not ch- flipping sides. I'm on Williams' side. That's just just the way it is.
0: Oh, you're on Williams' side, Brian. I wonder why that is. Nobody can tell. <laughs> It's his love for that blue and red overgrown boy scout. <laughs> I, to be that fair, that makes him love John Williams so much. It's that
2: and Star fair, Wars. I Superman love. And Star I love Wars. Hans
4: Zimmer's Superman score too. In fact, let's compare them. Okay. On one hand, nah, fuck you. We're gonna do no, it. Well, let's not do that because Zimmer. We're is doing not it. We're doing it. On one hand, good. you have John Williams.
0: All right.
3: While we do that, Sean. I'll god, that Hans Zimmer.
2: One. <laughs> Look at Sean.
1: I mean seriously the beginning of that sounds like an erection
3: yeah.
4: right?
1: <laughs> right? I mean that that absolutely should just be a theme song for an erection <laughs>
4: not, not only that but there's a moment in the middle of the song where it comes back to that and it's got all the momentum of them. are you the... yelling? sorry
1: <laughs> why are you yelling?
4: <laughs> sorry because the
1: music's so loud
3: Now I've got the Han Zimmer Superman. uh Superman theme, so that's the other thing I hate about
1: Han Zimmer. Is that sometimes I have to turn it up all the way to be like, is it playing? I can't tell. god, I fucking love this song.
4: But Sean, fast forward
0: to the, the,
1: the... No, no
4: no
3: no no
1: this is the good part. This is the four play. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Brian, we like the Dawson's Creek part of this song as much as we like the Hans Zimmer part. <laughs> Fuck you. This is like Dave's internal monologue soundtrack, the beginning of the song.
4: When I hear this, I feel like I'm on a farm in Kansas.
1: I'm on a farm Should in I? Kansas.
3: I don't know, Dave.
0: I feel like I'm wondering why I know, opened Should
1: my I I feel. I feel, yeah. like I'm in, I feel like I'm getting a massage. Like, I'm waiting for hold like, on, hold on. a <laughs> massage appointment.
0: I'm waiting oh, wait. for my massage. Wait, then the massage starts to move down low. The internal monologue massage for me with this. Down that's down creepy. No, no this, you I paid do, for I do not pay for that kind of time, massage.
1: Thing. I can take care of that on my own.
0: There's
1: the, There's the inception. I love how you're like,
3: I'm all on Hans Zimmer's side, and then as you're listening to this, you're like, God, this guy's a piece of shit. No, Here's this,
1: and then No, he's not.
0: I love it. Here's the pick apart the
1: pieces trio. Admittedly, though, with Inception, I mean, how much do people make fun of that soundtrack?
0: I fucking love that. I'm loving the violins in this, honestly, and the legitimately, no, it's cellos.
4: I they're like big. I do like the strong piano element to it. You I would. mean,
2: the guy you did cards like of The Caribbean, Inception, Lion King, Dark Knight. This guy is so talented.
0: He has, this this is. This song also song. builds we'll, a uh, lot cut, cut, more uh, than Sean, the original one. The, the, like John Sean, Can Williams you cut to the part starts. where it just
3: like it really kicks in, like the
0: da, 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 da,
3: da, like towards the end?
0: Hold on. Awesome. And then I saw it, and I was like, the song can't help the movie. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh,
2: aw, oh. So the, 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 the score was better than the movie. The sh- now,
0: see, this is the part that I run
2: to.
3: Yes, I this is, you- is a great... Oh, you run to this?
2: Hells yeah, son. I see awesome, awesome. Apparently, for Sherlock Holmes, uh, Zimmer bought a $200 piano and yep. based his score off of how out, out of, of tune... tune the- yeah, it was. I will, admittedly,
1: I really enjoy that soundtrack Isn't more so cute? than the movie. Yeah, it's great. Definitely more so than the movie. I, but like, I, I like that. the, I like the quirky, ver- planky, plunky stuff. Yeah. It's the same reason why I really like the Dresden Dolls. You know, it's <laughs> like that kind of like weird, it's very whimsical. Yeah, the, like the mm-hmm.
3: Except the this, the the movie, the second one at least was not. Whimsical. So
1: can we kind
2: of like look at the two composers as sort of like John Williams is old school, Hans Zimmer is new
1: school? I would definitely say that Zimmer is new school. Um, I think that John Williams has transitioned extremely well. Okay, like
4: John Williams is never going to go out of style, though. I don't think. Yeah, because John is, Williams he, is timeless. He defined the, the modern style.
3: I I think the best way to think about, it, if I could maybe have a moment of Sarah Ashleyness, uh-huh. um, is that the John Williams is a man trapped in a certain era, and he has transcended. A lot of eras, and he's he's been able to adapt and still be a part of it. But now Hans Zimmer has moved in, and he's sort of adapting to the ADHD kind of culture that we have, where it's, everything is short attention span, and so the music is very like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's yeah. very quick and it's very you know like rapid. Not the Superman song, notwithstanding, because that was actually a slow buildup. But I, you know what I mean, like a lot of the movies that, especially he does with Nolan, you know, with Interstellar, there was a, a massive use of organs, but it was also very similar to Inception in the way that it was like, you know, organ sound heavy, and then like light, and then heavy, and it was just mm-hmm. very rapid to keep our attention because we have no attention anymore.
1: <laughs>
3: I think by rapid, what, what what I, I think by <laughs> rapid you mean like yeah. dynamic. There's a lot of dynamics to it. Yeah, um,
1: it's not like it's. Fast, but it is dynamic, right? It's because
4: yeah. I mean, I think a lot of this stuff actually builds. I
3: said I was gonna get close to a Sarah, actually, is I'm I wasn't gonna I d- be spot I d- on. I understand,
4: I understand, I get it.
3: I didn't graduate, all right? Jeez, cool. cheese and crackers, guys.
4: <laughs> Even though I like John Williams's Superman theme more, it's very near and dear to my heart. I'm still thrown up, I'm still uh torn because I think Hans Zimmer. I think I might like his Batman score more than Danny Elfman's. Ooh.
3: Oh, God, Ooh. hands down, it's way better than Danny Elfman. Yeah. That's a big statement. Uh, uh, I,
0: I agree, but at the same time, I don't think that Hans Zimmer's score for that Batman could exist without Danny Elfman's score. If somebody else had done that score, Hans Zimmer wouldn't have done that score.
2: Mm. Chicken and the egg. Good point. Mm. Who could have done it, though, uh, you think? like
0: The original comparably? Score? Uh,
2: Who out there? Of score composers. I will say I'd say,
0: I'd say it should be Yo Yo Ma. It should be a lot like <laughs> Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. It's just Batman with a lot of string <laughs> instruments sounding very Asian.
4: Sean, I don't mean to overcorrect you, but uh, Yo Yo Ma is just a cellist. He is not a composer. <laughs> just, just No, that's it? After...
0: Well then who the fuck composed Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon? Oh god. Uh, no. It was Yo Yo Ma, because all I want Actually, is a single cello because Batman is one man. That is so, <laughs> so wrong. That is so, so much can I Sean, say on. I love? Sean,
4: hold on, let me let me actually pull it because I have the entire *Gods of Tigers soundtrack. On
0: I my know phone. you do, dick yeah. fart. That's because <laughs> I've. That's <laughs> why I'm mentioning this, dick fart. Dick fart. That's the best you can I do. Know you can do I just dick say fart. though that it's um, pretty
3: good though? It's not even the Batman theme that I really enjoy from Hans Zimmer. It's actually the theme that he does uh, the heist music, and I don't know what the exact title is but at the beginning of *The Dark Knight*. Which I think is probably the Joker it.
2: theme. The guy's name's Tan Dun. Tan Dun, yeah. Who did um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Yes. Interesting.
4: Hmm. But it is very John Williams-like, I will say.
2: Yeah, shit. Why not? Um. He did the. Ooh, he composed the ceremony- the opening ceremonies for the Beijing Olympics.
4: Yes, and he also composed the opening Olympics for the opening ceremonies for the Utah Olympics.
2: Cool. Yeah. You go, Tan Dunn. Yeah. So, oh, no, oh
4: sorry, Tan Dun did Beijing. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, John Williams did the the Utah Olympics. My apologies. Well,
3: I know that we are uh film nerds. I highly doubt that we know all the names of all these songs. So my question to you then is We each chose our favorite composer. We took a side. We drew a line in the sand. Now, let's give credence to the opposing side. So, Roxy and I, since we chose Hans Zimmer, and Sean was kind of back and forth, so he can pick one. I love both equally. And you guys chose John Williams. What scores of Hans Zimmer do you appreciate or like or love or you know want to use as a kill soundtrack sarah i mean, i don't know
2: sarah smiles i don't wanna,
1: I don't want to kill the hans zimmer i Sa- sarah <laughs> i don't smiles. i would a- i would actually probably, oh, probably prefer to kill the john williams but I, not yeah that's cr- God, i, I got
4: to say uh i insanely creepy i'm um, <laughs> okay i'm pretty Brian? like other than the dark knight trilogy stuff i got to say you
3: can't use Brian. you can't use batman
4: inception
0: oh. okay, cool. Mm-hmm. inception
4: inception is awesome
3: all right sean you were you f- firmly resting on Hans zimmer
0: nope i'm firmly resting in the middle oh i can't decide between these two because honestly i'm looking through my phone <laughs> through songs that i've set on my phone for listening to at the gym when i need the most inspiration and there is an equal amount of Hans zimmer and john williams songs on there nice so yeah, it's like I got I got a lot of Star Wars songs. I got a lot of Dark Knight Rises and Dark Knight songs, and I've also got Hans Zimmer's. Uh, Can I ask when Made you're? Then I've got like John Williams' song from Jurassic Park, and I've also got the E.T. song. Don't ask me why I run to that. I just imagine <laughs> that I'm on a bike. <laughs> I love it. I are you on your bike when full you're of doing alien. It? <laughs> Do you do you when
3: you bench? Are you listening to the duel of lightsabers? Like <laughs> no, no.
0: When I bench, <laughs> I listen to Rise. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> uh, speaking of sports, inspire like in s- this inspiring sports. Do you guys know that when you remember when the Boston Red Sox won the World Series in two thousand four, they hadn't sure. won in like a hundred years or something
2: like that. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, I, I, I well, in two thousand five, when the
0: season started, their season opener. That's when you get your World Series rings from the year before. John Williams was on the field with the Boston Pops Orchestra and played the throne room music from the end of Star Wars A New Hope while they were getting Oh my god. That's amazing. That's
1: so good. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? We gotta listen to that right now.
0: (laughs) We absolutely have to listen to that one.
1: Can I also point out though that of the two people we were talking about here, John Williams is the only one who's been on TRL on MTV. Hell to the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Dude. my! That being said,
3: this, what a prestigious credit to that's Ms. an accomplishment. Was, it, was this Carson daily time or was this after Carson Daly? Carson <laughs> Daly time. Oh, so back when they actually did show music videos. Yeah. Now when 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 they no, went uh, to uh, Eminem like music no, no, but video. here's the
1: point I'm trying to make. Something orchestral made it on TRL, uh, which I, at a time was completely populated I'm with Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys. And this was what during Phantom on? Menace, right? hold on when
0: yeah, they when they when awesome. they
3: when they did a, when they did like a music video of Eminem probably cleaning out my closet did they cut to John Williams going like oh hey uh, I just want to give a shout out to my mom my dad uh, my <laughs> sister uh, my dog Fido
0: woo I'm on a TRL woo <laughs> because of so if it was oh man if it was me it would have been like alright everybody this is the song that I hear in my head while I'm fervently masturbating hoping my parents <laughs> don't come in the room even though they're clearly in the house y'all big up <laughs> to mom and dad <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: and then it cuts to dual debates.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, da da, da and you can just see me like, oh, oh, oh. If, only it, if only it was double sided. I imagine, side with like John Darth Maul's it's... lightsaber. Oh, I imagine. John,
2: John Williams did the first three Harry Potter films. I oh, yeah. Would you say
1: that that's your favorite of when the John Williams scores? Yeah, yeah. Is it yours?
2: the Harry Potter one. Hell to the yeah! I um, mean, how can you replace that? Like, just it's so iconic. That's yeah. Crazy. He definitely came oh. up with
0: that. Because
1: <sighs> I, I have, such a hard time. Because like, Sean, which is what I like to call a to
0: mix John of John Jurassic Williams. Park yeah. and Hook. Shocking, boom. Love <laughs> <bit.
4: laughs> it, Sean. Throne room.
3: That's so good. I would have. Oh yeah, that's
0: right. The throne it's room song that they played for the Boston Red Sox Or they received their World Series <gasps> rings.
3: Was there a Chewbacca there?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, that was <laughs> Manny Ramirez, because he had the dress.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the song I hear in my head when anybody tells Everyone's me I slowly. did anything well. <laughs> Do
3: you play this after a really great night of sex? We all get Shut- it. We've heard it.
1: Look early. at Brian. He's having a moment right now. I was now. just trying to awesome, imagine
4: that moment. With the with the red sauce.
1: Brian's head's all bowed oh and he's just like, I know it was You know like how you can imagine praying.
4: it, Brian? It's called YouTube. <laughs> it's called YouTube. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave, I was in a moment.
0: Uh, well okay, so YouTube so is responsible for your fucking moments, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's two thousand and fifteen. <laughs>
2: I was not responsible for his fucking moments. No,
0: no, those are brought to you by Viagra. In 2015, 29 is never too young for Viagra.
1: Anyway, so I have Remember, to Brian, say, if it's up
2: for more than six hours, you got a problem.
0: Yeah, just slam it in I... the refrigerator door. That's what I do. Sarah.
1: Sarah, go. Just, just so we can wrap up the episode. <laughs> Uh, probably for, if we're talking, I have to pick a favorite Zimmer yeah. soundtrack. Easy. That's Sherlock Holmes. All right. Absolutely. All right. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. It's like, it's super funky. And I, I mean, he did, he did this one. I can't even remember the name of it because it's not like I play video games, but um, he did a soundtrack for a video game that was kind of like, I think kind of like more family centric. Nice. And it sounded kind of like plinky, plunky fantasy type music. <laughs> and I thought that was really cute too, but Sherlock Holmes is probably, yeah, my favorite Hell soundtrack. yeah. I'm going to
3: have to go with... Jurassic Park
2: it's so because
3: it, and it's, it, it's, it sounds like I'm just copying Sarah's answers on, on this uh, geography test but it, that's not true um, I uh, the whole oh god seeing okay so I never actually saw the movie in the theater obviously because it was 93 and I was a little itty bitty guy but when Brian and I went back to go see it in 3D like that score you're just like as soon as it swells when like you first see the first dinosaur mm-hmm. you're just like oh my god
2: holy fucking How? shit Man, it's,
3: it's a, a dinosaur, dinosaur.
2: <laughs> it holy was just shit. so
3: just it's magical and it's just breathtaking and it's just so so it's like it's like a warm blanket on a cold day yeah you know like you put it on and you're like i feel safe <laughs> i feel great and then the raptors come and then that feels like now you've got like Phil's <laughs> <lice. thing's> gone. <laughs> yeah by the way great job great job phil yeah. If I if God I had to it, pick
0: though. a favorite of both of these, we're talking about our favorite work from like we have to pick one work from either yeah. from the opposite. But since yeah. you're
3: both, you 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 could you could swing both ways. And this is the yeah,
0: thing. Really. I want to. I am both. I love both equally. And if I had to pick two, it would be the Dark Knight Rises soundtrack because the Dark Knight Rises soundtrack is so emotionally charging, so like it yes. charges me up. But I, I think that that like I, honestly, if I had to pick. Between that or the Star Wars soundtrack or what I'm about to mention, honestly, the one song that I hear and actually really, like, lifts me up is the main title to the 1970s Superman. It's really... That's the one. Nice. That's That's a good good one. one. It's that one. That song, like, I am... (laughs) That's yes, so. <laughs> I am. Do you, Sean, yeah.
3: Let's be real. Do you put a cape on and you put your arms at your side and you're like, I'm fucking no. I'm goddamn one arm Superman. at the
0: side, one arm and a fist above.
3: So here's here's what I'll say. I,
4: I said this on the when we did the Superman episode like years ago, but I I want to reiterate it. Seeing even though Superman Returns was not a great movie, John Ottman did he say it? Did Brian just say that from John Williams' theme? Yeah, yes, I, know, I did. Right? Oh boy. You, I liked it, but I recognize its flaws.
0: No, so do I. I just am glad Let you've me, come because you used to defend it to the death.
4: Can he's I finish? Just, oh, he's just uh, inventing. No, I'm even just surprised. It's good. So, fucking A. <laughs> so even though John Williams' score was heavily influential on John Ottman's score for Superman Returns, the opening theme is still very John Williams. And when I see that theme on the big screen, I cream your what, pants? What, well, not didn't cream my pants, but what came over me was something that uh, I very rarely have ever f- felt in a, in a movie theater, ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the first time you see Superman rescue the plane and they go back to the bah, 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 as he's flying out, I mean, it's, you're pumped, you're with it, you're like, this is fucking amazing. Like, yeah, yeah you go Superman, you save that plane.
3: Actually, uh, Brian, that feeling's called syphilis.
2: Get that checked up by your doctor. That doesn't even make sense. Uh,
1: well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? That doesn't even make sense. Okay, but real quick, with John Williams, I feel like you know we've mentioned the Star Wars, we've mentioned Harry Potter, Superman, At. I mean Indiana Jones is fucking awesome. like no, like every
3: done? every yeah. single
1: time. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like I already mentioned Indiana Jones a little bit in the beginning, but like when I go on an adventure, I am singing Indiana Jones my hit. That's how that works. <laughs> totally. But hate hit in my head in my head but in my head movies but
0: the <laughs> important part in my head movies thank you for comparing my it makes my eyes rain <laughs>
1: but I do also kind of want to point out some of the other really great ones that he did Saving Private Ryan Oh, oh so yeah, good. that's a good one. Warhorse. Oh, oh so great emotional. score for Warhorse. And guys, catch me if you can. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's so a pretty
3: good, good fucking score. A,
1: that is a great score. It's very it's 60s. So and tr- timely yeah, very much yeah, his
4: callback very to very the good. Mancini days. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Wait, let's, I, you guys want to hear "Catch Me If You Can"? Yeah. Oh, yes.
2: All right. Here we go. That was the beginning of his reconnaissance.
0: Yes, it was.
3: Oh my god, it's so good. I want a cigarette right now.
0: This is the music of someone that fakes personalities and checks and shit.
3: (laughs) It makes me want to have a scotch and a cigarette.
0: It also sounds like something you'd hear in a seedy motel as a man is cheating on his wife.
1: Yep.
3: Actually, to be fair, it's very reminiscent of like... Uh, Hitchcock.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh it yeah, it is
4: very Hitchcocky. Yeah, I will say H- Zimmer can use all the electronics he wants, but Williams isn't afraid to whip out his glockenspiel. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's true. true. As, he, as we just heard.
4: Know I like you know like about,
2: about, that's about? That's that's that? Let's measure Glock to be like Hitchcock's... five seconds. <laughs> the Hitchcock comment you made. Uh, John Williams uh, scored Hitchcock's last film.
1: Did he really? Oh, yes, yes yeah, he yeah. did.
3: So really? I I'm just saying that we've Holy got Williams. Shit. He's been great. I think Hans Zimmer is going to take that mantle.
1: Nothing from Hans Zimmer to me has ever seemed catchy and can get stuck in your head like a Williams. Yeah, that's true. Uh,
3: I think that's where we will disagree uh, once again. I think that's probably...
2: Okay. uh, Well, it speaks to your whole theory about how John Williams' scores are really complementary to the films Mm -hmm. and how Zimmer's scores kind of become entities
1: onto their own. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I can't... Like, I can't possibly... Really cannot hum a Zimmer tune off the top of my head. I can do I, it right now. I agree bah, see, easy. <laughs> that's all bah, you think about. Right there, you go. Bah, <laughs> everyone should I see,
3: see the South Park episode where they make fun of that because I know that hilarious. was really funny. That's great.
2: So, in that regard, does that make John Williams the sort of more iconic composer at this time? Yes. At this time, I can I think, agree with that.
3: Uh, that's what I am saying. Is I think I think Zimmer is going to be around. He's going to be like the the name that. The next generation and the generation yeah. after and it's going to be like, I "Oh, can, hi, Zimmer, I, I love him!"
2: I can do a Zimmer soundtrack um, or score, "Pirates
1: of the Caribbean." Okay, you know, yeah. um, how does it go? Although I think he didn't—he didn't actually do *Curse of the Black Pearl*. He only did the other ones.
2: Yeah, he, yeah. he-, he consulted. <Unterstüts from musicians> that, <categorized> that, wasn't
1: that wasn't him. That was *Curse of the Black Pearl*, which he didn't do. <laughs> he didn't
2: do that. Oh, no, no, no. We well,
0: he consulted because he couldn't do it. He yeah. had contractual obligations of doing for doing yep. another film. Uh. So he helped. He did the black pearl. Huh.
3: So he was a part of it but he he just Wait, didn't yeah. do the heavy part lifting.
2: On Stranger Tides, he did the theme music and the producer. We don't recognize that as a
0: film. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) We
3: also have to remember that John Williams also did the score for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which we also don't recognize as a movie. (laughs) That's
1: fine, but John Williams did all the good Indiana Jones movies, so we can still give him credit for that. We sure can.
4: (laughs) And he did all six and now the seventh Star Wars movie. I know.
3: I was really hoping for Giacchino. I was (gasps) really hoping for Giacchino.
2: Okay. Zimmer composed The Lion King 2's He Lives in You. Oh my god. <laughs> he lives in you. He lives in me. In
1: every He lives in you. I'm, in I'm you just glad that you've actually seen that. I love it! Well, it was also integrated. So
4: it was also integrated into the Lion King musical. Yes, was. It and it's was. a
3: great song. It uh, oh, shit. That's my favorite part during the Lion King musical t- 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 when the gazelles are coming through and you just hear BOMB! Dick. <laughs> <laughs> <Jake>. uh,
1: <laughs> okay. All right. right, let's.
4: So I think let's save feedback for the next episode because okay. I think we've gone long on this we've episode. We've gone way long. Yeah. yeah. So call yeah. it a draw. We'll okay, call it fine. a draw. But folks, you know what? If you want to continue the discussion, hit us up. On our Twitters and on our Facebooks.
2: On our Twitters, on our Twitters, our Tweetytees.
3: Go on to the internets after you're done watching your 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 mind movies.
2: Hashtag <laughs> Team Zimmer, hashtag Team Williams.
3: It's that head that? movies <laughs> 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 that make oh, my, oh, my eyes no. rain. Yeah, maybe they should uh, hashtag Zimmer or hashtag uh, Yeah, Team
4: Zimmer or Team Williams. Williams. Yeah. And just you know, go to the interwebs and look for Neuronomy. I guarantee you will find us. And tell us how you feel. Hashtag either Team Williams or hashtag Team Zimmer
0: or hashtag Bomp.
4: <laughs> uh, in the how meantime, though, if you want to support, in the meantime, if you want to support us, uh, there's a fuck. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fucking closing. She asked a question,
0: and Jesus! guess what, Brian? Yes. Coffee is for closers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so close and drink coffee.
3: Always be closing, Brian. Just let's, fucking go, close. let's go. Let's ABCs. go. Let's go
4: always be cobbling uh okay (laughs) it's I'll explain after we are done recording
3: says the guy who okay
4: so if you want to continue to support us there's a couple ways you can do that one of course you can go to Neuronomy.com and give us some feedback and click on the talk to us link you can also uh, support us financially by a couple different ways one you can buy a t-shirt it's made in the United States pretty awesome and it has some cool stuff on it. Uh, you can also support us through our Audible and Amazon affiliations by going to audibletrial.com forward slash or using the various links that are on our website. And finally, you can just give us a donation uh, through the Donate button.
0: I've developed a quite serious heroin problem, so we really need to click that button.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and while you guys are feeling so generous, if you want to hop on over to Kickstarter and... Uh, Go find a game called Lost Woods. Our dear friend Jill, friend of the podcast, has um, developed this game. And it's really, really fun. It's a board game where you guys build the game as you go along. Um, you build up the board. And you fight monsters like squirrels and weird demony things in the forest while collecting treasures. And it's awesome. super-duper fun. So I really highly suggest that you guys go yeah. make that game actually happen. I've played a trial. It's way, way fun. And they're looking for a lot of support. So Kickstarter, Lost Woods, throughout the month of February. Support them, please. Congratulations,
0: oh, Drew,
3: Joe. Nice.
1: Drew.
0: Way to go, Jill. Way to go, Drew. Yeah. I'm <laughs> drunk. <laughs>
1: You. I wish I was drunk, Dave. Then you would be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. Beautiful. I've heard that
3: before. Oh, wait. Sarah said it all the time. <laughs>
0: wow. Here we go again about their relationship. <laughs> <Da-da-da-da-da>. <laughs> Boom. 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 <laughs> it's the end song. Yeah, it's the end. The, the, when you end talking about your relationship, it's the end of The Dark Knight Rises, like when he's going out over the ocean. Oh. <laughs> I can't do Sean,
2: it my I'm going to strangle up. you. Do it. Okay.
1: Do it! No, same nerd time. No, it's,
4: it is that time, nerd. So until we meet again, stay nerdy. Do again. it! Just it. turn into our next exciting episode. Same nerd time, same nerd do channel, it. nerdonomy.com. And
0: roll credits.
4: And now, famous movie quotes you should not say during sex.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh. (laughs) I think we all agreed on that.